0: Welcome to another episode of the NYC Godcast. Today is a very, very special episode. Uh, probably, as you already know, today is Easter Sunday.
1: Yeah,
0: um, we should have totally got like rabbit ears or something. We
1: should. It's nothing about bunnies.
0: So, uh, just a fair warning, today's episode is, it's a special edition, right? It's an Easter edition, so it is going to be a little bit longer than normal, Mm -hmm. um, but it'll be worth it, I promise. So, what's your guys' favorite part of Easter?
2: Mm, Favorite part of Easter. I do like the, like, coming here and having, like, breakfast. Breakfast (laughs) is always good. Breakfast is good. Yeah. We usually do sunrise and then we do breakfast and then we have regular service after that.
1: I like coming to church when it's still dark. Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. like it's as dark as when I was a child, but I just like the idea of getting <laughs> up early and getting to church early. Well, you're just uploading. You, what yeah. you didn't know is
0: growing. We blindfolded you on the yeah. way to church. We <laughs> that's didn't that's know that. Possible, that's right. I don't know. Uh, so, any favorite memories besides the blindfolding? Oh, yeah. uh, I don't
2: that, know. I missed everything. Yeah. <laughs>
0: favorite Easter memories?
1: I liked the year that we had the outside service, just because yeah. most of my life, all of the Easter's were kind of the same. Yeah, and that was, now kind was of something unique very one. unique.
0: Definitely, yeah. our church was. Um, dumb enough mm. we actually made this is so dumb we i wish we had you you have, I one, still have one we actually made custom face masks yeah that said easter 2020 on them yeah. which was
2: and we handed out donuts with gloves yeah and tongs. it's, it's kind of hilarious a looking
0: back but uh, yeah that will be a memory uh, yeah. for sure mm-hmm. So no doubt uh, today, millions of people around the world, they're celebrating Easter in different ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, some churches celebrate with a good Friday service. Maybe you have a sunrise service. Maybe you had an Easter breakfast. Mm-hmm. Maybe you did an Easter drama or a play. Maybe you had some kind of kids program. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe your church uh, might offer an Easter egg hunt. Maybe yep. your family gets together for a nice lunch. Uh, maybe you give the kids Easter baskets or the adults Easter baskets. Mm-hmm. Easter's pretty special. Uh, in fact, according to GoBankingRates.com, which I don't know who that is, but they said this. Um, obviously reliable. Obviously. <laughs> obviously, obviously. Uh, GoBankingRates.com uh, says that Americans spent $21.7 billion, with a B, dollars in 2020 on Easter alone. Now, that's 2020, so you figure that's probably lesser than normal. Twenty-one point seven billion.
1: You didn't have to buy nice outfits. You're just in your sweatpants, (laughs) (laughs)
0: PJs. There was (laughs) twenty-one billion of that was just pajamas. (laughs) A lot of
1: Reese's egg.
2: Oh, I was Mm. thinking Peeps. Oh, no, those are gross. Mm-hmm. Don't do that.
0: Well, you still have to buy, like, them. Have do, you, pres- you
2: buy them. You don't You buy them and put them in the dress.
0: <laughs> it's a part of me. You let them
2: get hard and moldy <laughs> in the corner, and then
1: you throw them away.
0: I don't think they ever mold.
1: Yeah, I don't know that they mold. <laughs> you know what? They're like a, um, was it McDonald's hamburger that never molds? I think anything from McDonald's is <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Uh, so according to the National
0: Retail Association, the average person, so this is for an individual,
1: mm-hmm. the average
0: person spends one hundred and seventy-nine point seventy. One hundred and seventy nine dollars and seventy cents on Easter per person. So not even family, right? Just per person, one hundred and eighty bucks on Easter. Like that's like that's hundreds of pieces. Yeah, I know. I'm like, (laughs) I'm thinking like, I don't even know what I would prices
2: of ham. (laughs) (laughs) That's
0: a lot of ham. So all month we've been looking at uh, the cost of Christianity, and the tough truth that we've kind of been uh, diving into is that a lot of times as believers, we kind of neglect the fact that. It's pretty expensive to have a relationship with God. Uh, In fact, it always has been expensive. We went all the way back to Cain and Abel. We went to uh, the Old Testament with the commandments. It has always been expensive if you want to have a relationship with God. You can't Mm -hmm. really say, you know what? I want to have a relationship with you, but, eh, you know, discount rack, you know, coupon codes. No, (laughs) it's it's expensive to have a relationship with God. But today... I want to just take the time to reflect on the fact that it's not just expensive to us.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: It's expensive to God himself to have a relationship with us. In Mm -hmm. fact, he was willing to pay the price in order to have a relationship with us. Uh, A lot of times we get up in an uproar because, you know, God expects this of us. He's asking that of us. Um, We think that, you know, laying down our lives is just that's too much. But have we forgotten that God himself paid a high price Uh, Christ paid a high price in order that we could be saved. Mm -hmm. And so really, uh, before ever coming to earth, before ever putting on flesh and bone, right? Jesus uh, was living in the perfection of paradise in God's presence. Mm -hmm. But before Jesus would ever be born in a dirty barn, first, Jesus counted the cost of Christianity. Like, think about that. That is really, really mind-blowing. He counted the cost of Christianity. And he decided that the plan was worth the price. Redeeming mankind would be worth the expensive effort. And I'm aware that a lot of people shy away. uh, They totally turn off their brain when it comes to hearing how Christ was tortured right on the cross. Mm -hmm. Um, I know a lot of people who won't watch, you know, the passion. A lot of people, you know, don't like the when Easter portrays that. Mm -hmm. And obviously, you know, we can take that to a level that's unhealthy. Uh, But. I guess what I want to challenge us with today is that God put that in his word because he wanted us to remember how expensive this thing was. And so to neglect how high a price he paid by being tortured, we're really neglecting to recognize that we're supposed to pay a steep price to be a Christian. Like, is that Um, fair? Yeah. Uh,
2: I would say that if you take that out, it's easy to have a relaxed christianity yeah. or something
1: that's just a shadow of a christianity well, I mean, there's a reason people shy away from it it's uncomfortable that he did that absolutely. for you yeah absolutely you know what I mean? he did that for me yeah. like absolutely. it's so the bible is in depth about it and how gory it can be but and that's why people don't like to read it. Like right. when I read it, we, there in Mark uh, for our comprehension, we mm-hmm. had to read it every yeah, single day yeah. for thirty days. Yeah. And, and that's, that's not very comfortable <laughs> to keep reading it over and over again because that was for me. But I, I think that that's a reason that he put it yeah. in there. Mm-hmm. And
0: Peter, uh, I actually wish I would have had this verse in here. Now I'm thinking about it. Peter writes uh, that in, in the Book of Acts, and he, when he is preaching, he says, "You did this." Mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah. he just keeps yeah. telling them, "He's like you nailed him to the cross, yeah. you crucified him." Like this is your fault. Yeah. And like though he was talking to the actual people, yeah. That's all of us. Yeah. Yeah. And like, that is what we need to grasp is today, Easter, this month, when you're Mm -hmm. learning about Easter learning about what Christ did for you, like that wasn't a historic, it was, but it wasn't just a historical scene from thousands of years ago. Factually, that was you. Factually, you nailed him to that cross. Factually, Mm -hmm. it was your sins that held him here. Factually, Mm -hmm. it was you who put the crown of thorns. Factually, you put the, you're the reason he endured this. And yet he said, you are worth the price. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: And so today I really just want to. Share what Jesus endured. And no doubt a lot of us have heard this over the last several days, I hope. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I really just want to take our focus on the cost of the cross that Christ paid for Christianity. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you're young, uh, you might want to go ask mom and dad before you go any further. Uh, We're not going to show anything bad, Mm -hmm. but we are going to just share what the cost was to Christ. And so we know that before ever making it to the cross, right? Jesus, uh, he was betrayed and he was totally sold out by his dearest friends. Mm -hmm. And like... I think that's really even, even just stopping there, like Mm -hmm. that's hard for us to grasp. Like this guy was someone that Jesus actually chose. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, we don't pick disciples for ourselves, but like, like dodgeball, right? You pick someone, you think they're a good pick and then they totally mess the whole game up. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Jesus picked this guy and not only did he pick him, but Jesus spent his whole life in, with this guy yep. night and day. Not only did he spend his life with him, he trusted him. He gave him the money to hold on to. He, he trusted him with the position. Mm-hmm. Not only that, but Jesus literally is going to take his very short life mm-hmm. and he's going to pour it into this guy. Yep. And even though all of that is true, we're going to find that Judas goes on and betray. He stabs Jesus in the back. He totally mm-hmm. betrays Judas, Jesus. He gives him a kiss mm-hmm. on the cheek and, yeah. uh, and jest, right to totally just be sarcastic about the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so like that would have been hard enough. Yep. So then we fast forward and Jesus is arrested. Right. Mm-hmm. And after Jesus is arrested, he goes on uh, and he's beaten. Mm-hmm. And not just like a little shiner. Jesus is badly beaten. Yeah. So first off, Jesus would have been stripped of his clothing completely. Uh in a lot of the movies we see, you know, you got the loincloth thing going on. There were no boxers, there were no briefs, there was no loincloth. Jesus was completely stripped, completely exposed mm-hmm. to the entire world. Yeah. And then Jesus' hands would have been tied above his head, mm-hmm. uh, to a post. And there with his with his arms tied above him like that, his back would have been stretched out, mm-hmm. right? So his More back- area.
2: What? More area.
0: Oh yeah. She said malaria. I'm like I don't remember that he had malaria. Uh
2: may
0: have. I don't know what version you're reading. Uh so his 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 hands are tied above his, his head making his back stretched Mm -hmm. uh, like his skin is stretched at the max. And like, you know, the further your skin stretch, the more pain it causes. Mm -hmm. So that would have allowed the maximum damage uh, as the whips would have hit him. Mm -hmm. And so using this this cat of nine tails, right, which is just pieces of uh, leather cord that has uh, stones and nails and glass uh, woven into it, they would have taken that and they would have whipped him with it. Mm -hmm. And the whip would have literally shredded – the skin on his back and then it would have wrapped around his front and it would have shredded the skin on his chest and then it would have hit his legs and his shoulders and so literally these the glass and the stone and the bones would have just literally dug in and ripped out of his skin mm-hmm. and so literally his skin was being removed uh the whip would have been so severe that the tissue and the veins would have actually uh, been cut. Mm-hmm. And so blood would have been pouring everywhere. And in fact, typically, they would have went on to whip him so badly that the muscles mm-hmm. of his body would have actually been exposed. Like, we get a little paper cut and we're like, "Ooh, whew, that burns. Uh, Hand
2: sanitizer. Or, yeah, <laughs> uh,
0: you know, get a Band-Aid, like whatever. Yeah. Like, literally, they took skin off,
2: mm-hmm.
0: tissue off veins all the way down to the muscle mm-hmm. so not only was jesus exposed like his his physical but his his <laughs> inwards were exposed yeah and so uh the back of jesus would have literally looked like it went through a shredder literally mm-hmm. blood would have been pouring out violently from his wombs not just a trickle violent exposure violent bleeding from these wounds. And so that from such a blood loss, right, that would have caused Jesus to be uh, disoriented and even faint. Mm -hmm. Uh, So now he's woozy on top of being in so much pain. Mm -hmm. But that wasn't enough. So they go on from there. And what do they do next? They take Jesus, right? Jesus is literally God. He's literally the son of God. He's literally God in flesh, the maker, the creator of all things, right? We read in in Colossians that uh, before all things, Jesus was. Jesus, Mm -hmm. all things were created for him and by him and to him. Jesus was literally It's all about him. This is the the guy at the top of the pyramid. This is the epitome of everything. And they take this guy and they mercilessly mock him. They publicly humiliate him among his peers, among his parent, among his friends, among his followers. Right? They made fun of him. They they called him a liar. They called him a fake and a fraud and a failure in front of the people he taught. Like in front of the people that he had healed, in front of the people whose lives he changed, the people he'd ministered to, they totally humiliated him uh i mean you guys you know with with camp and the ministry and things there are people you people who look up to you like is that fair you don't know whether to shake your head or not for
2: legal reasons no
0: (laughs) (laughs) but if you're teaching like i mean think of your pastor if someone is teaching to you Mm -hmm. you just regularly you'll look up to them Mm -hmm. yep Jesus was the epitome of that. Like, the maxes that gets. And so, like, literally, he's healing people. He's teaching them. He's speaking on God's behalf. He's pouring his life into people, and then they come and mock him and humiliate him and make him look like a fraud and a fake and a liar. Yeah. Like... That would have been hard to swallow, yeah. hard to take on the cheek. And then they go further, right? So the guards, they took matters a step further and they place a crown of thorns on his head. Mm-hmm. This wasn't normal for the crucifixion, but they wanted to do it in jest because he was supposed to be the supposed king of the Jews. And so, mm-hmm. hey, here's your crown. Yeah. And so they take this thorn uh, crown and they place it on the flesh of Jesus's head and brow. Mm-hmm. And again, that would have done. Du- I mean, you guys know what thorns are like. They would yeah. have literally dug into his skin. The skin on your head is not as tight. Like yeah. that's how that works. And so, <laughs> and so uh, it would have dug in, probably hitting bone if the if the thorns were deep enough. Mm-hmm. And so again, we see blood gushing out of those wounds now. Yep. And so now he's, he's bleeding from his head. He's bleeding from his back and his front and his legs and he's disoriented. And now the blood's pouring from his head and it's going into his eyes mm-hmm. and it's going into his nose and it's going into his mouth. And so his eyes and nose are burning. He can't breathe well. He's tasting his own blood. Yep. And then... They place a scepter, right? So for a royal, for a king, Mm -hmm. they place a scepter into his hand. Again, in jest. And they take, later on, they'll take that scepter, and they'll actually beat him over the head with it. Mm -hmm. And so as they beat him over the head with the scepter, it pushes those thorns even then deeper and deeper and deeper. Oh, wasn't enough, though. This wasn't enough humiliation. They go and they get a robe. This would have been something that a king would have wore, right? So they get this royal robe, and they put it on his torn back. And so as they put the robe on his bleeding, exposed Ripped to shreds back, that robe would have adhered mm-hmm. to the wounds, right? The blood would have just stuck, it would have stuck. Yep. Uh, and so that would have been painful just to have mm-hmm. this. I mean, I don't know how you guys are. If you get a cut, like it doesn't feel good having anything it. No, I don't it. even like band-aids. Yeah, exactly. And so this would have adhered, it would have stuck, mm-hmm. sealed to his body. But then they go and rip it off of him. Mm-hmm. And so it reopens all these wounds all over again and it starts mm-hmm. bleeding, all in jest. All in ridicule, all in humiliation, just being sarcastic, mocking his royalty as if to say, yeah, some king you are. Mm-hmm. Jesus would have went on and he would have faced embarrassment like we never can imagine. Embarrassment to a level that no one has ever faced before. And what I want us to realize is, yes, he was God, but he was also 100% man. Yep. Which means that Jesus felt every emotion that you would have felt had that been you. Yeah. And he felt every flush of feelings that you would have felt. Not only physically, but emotionally and mentally, right, spiritually. He faced all of these horrible things as a real man. He didn't have any superpowers. He wasn't super enabled. He was a man, 100% man. He felt this. And yet he said, I'm willing to pay the price. So this would have uh, led then we know that Jesus goes on and he literally is going to live out his own words, right? We know that Jesus was uh, discipling and teaching to people. He he said, those who want to be my followers, they have to go on and carry their cross. Well, Jesus is going to live his own words. He's going to go and they're going to place this huge piece of lumber across his back. And on his shoulders and then they're actually going to tie this tough uh, and rough timber to his shoulders mm-hmm. and so as jesus would have been led through the streets uh in front of this angry mob right he's naked he's bleeding he's barely conscious from blood loss and so now because of this blood loss jesus starts to stumble mm-hmm. he, he's unsteady and so that call co- as he stumbles that causes the rough wood the splinters from that beam to push into the wounds. i mean like you said, you don't like a Band-Aid. I don't like a Band-Aid. Like when you have a cut, you don't like anything on it. Imagine yep. having rough wood on it. Yeah. Like let alone nice soft Band-Aids. Like a rough <laughs> yeah. wood. Yeah. Splinters pushing into his wounds. And so that causes splinters to break off into mm-hmm. his wounds and push into his back and his shoulders. But that wasn't enough. Here in America today, uh, we, I mean, I don't know about today, but in America, we have what's known as the death penalty, yep. right? Mm-hmm. And, and and today in modern day, that's done by a, a lethal injection. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so someone faces the death penalty, they actually are treated very well. They're they're made very comfortable. They're treated with utmost respect and human dignity. And so before uh, they're quietly put to death, they're given the last meal, like mm-hmm. they're quieted down, they can talk to someone, all these things. And so we've made we've made death politically correct. Is that yeah. is that fair? And mm-hmm. uh, we've made it very humane. This was not that. Yeah. Yeah. This was definitely not that. In fact, uh, I actually know I was doing some research on this. I, I thought this was rather fascinating. Uh, the crucifixion actually pre, it, it predates the Roman days. So, there, in fact, the crucifixion can be dated all the way back to the days of Esther. Hmm. I don't know if you guys remember the story of Esther, where mm-hmm. Haman is hung on his house. Heyman hey, is hung on is his gallows, gallows, not his hollows. Uh, hey, I can't say that. Heyman Heyman's is hung on his, his gallows. I don't know. That's so hard. Uh, I think we read that and we're like, well, I mean, he's hung, right? Yeah. That was a little graphic. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we think of that as like a hangman noose. Like you're playing yeah. hangman with the kids. Yeah. Why would we ever play such a graphic? Yeah. Like I was thinking about the other day. I'm like, okay, it's not an axe. Oh, you gotta go. You're watching a hang stick figure. Yeah, like that was a little graphic. we We would not be allowed to play that
2: today.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And I still can't spell. No wonder all the
0: men hung.
2: Uh,
0: (laughs) Anyways. uh, So the crucifixion can be traced back to to the days of Esther. Mm -hmm. So Haman is hung on his gallows. Uh, This gallow, again, is not a Western-style hangman noose kind of thing. It was actually the original crucifixion, which I found rather fascinating. So literally, this is a little bit gross to think. I don't like this. The person literally would have been taken and impaled on a pole. That's how it started. Mm Mm-hmm. So you take a I – I read them like, oh, I don't they like became
2: that. They a – what is it? A kebab. A popsicle. A kebab. I mean, yeah, a kebab. A kebab. That's
0: graphic too. Uh, it Literally though, they literally yeah. would skewer a person. They would mm-hmm. just stick them on the pole and that's what happened to Haman. That's what would happen back in the days of Esther. Mm-hmm. And so uh, a few hundred years go by and the Greeks hear about this form of torture and they hear of the crucifixion and are like, you know what? We can make it even more painful. And so under Alexander the Great, uh, they develop an even more cruel form of the crucifixion. Well, the Romans caught word of what the Greeks are doing. The Romans are like, you ain't seen nothing yet. And so the Romans took the crucifixion and they actually studied it anatomically. Mm -hmm. And so they literally got scientific about it and they found the most perfect... Persecution that the body could humanly go through without dying and just barely surviving. Mm-hmm. So, taking you as far to the brink of death as possible without death. And so, this torture uh, would take you right up to the brink of death. I said that already. Mm-hmm. And so, this is the way that Jesus dies. Mm-hmm. This is the price he would be willing to pay for our Christianity. So, we know that Jesus would have been. Uh, Thrown so all of this has already happened, right? All the bleeding back and the embarrassment and the reopened wounds and the bleeding from everywhere. Jesus is then taken and he's thrown backwards mm-hmm. with that tied to him. He's thrown backwards onto this giant rough wooden beam. Mm-hmm. Again, his his bleeding shoulders are tightly pressed onto that rough coarse wood, and then oh, this this part always gets me, and, and I'm a little squeamish about these kinds of things. Any, anyways, so then oh no so then the soldier (laughs) would have literally gone and start feeling Mm -hmm. the arm of Jesus looking for it you can take them away (laughs) Uh, I wanted to know what an arm looked like Uh, looking for a very specific placement of a nail you know, a lot of times we see it and they're, they're through the hands or mm-hmm. they're just, you know, just hung up. Or a lot of shows you see them tied to the mm-hmm. tied yep. to the thing. They would have literally intentionally looked for just the right place because if they put that nail in just the right place, it would have bore the entire weight of his body mm-hmm. and it would have sent shock waves to every part of his body, making this intense burning sensation mm-hmm. because the nerves were pressed by the nail. Mm-hmm. And so Jesus now is attached to the cross by his wrists. He's His his back is pressed into this cord would his entire weight is being held on uh that painful place on his wrists so then they take him he's on the cross now they take him he's laying flat and 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 the movies a lot of times portray this he's laying on the cross so now they're going to pick it up and they literally would just throw it into place like Mm -hmm. it would just slide and jolt into place can you (sighs) yeah can you imagine your entire body weight just being jostled on that painful place I can't even fat Like we really, the human mind really cannot fathom what that was like. Mm-hmm. He paid that price for us.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So then again, this this again grosses me out. So then, uh, they would have taken his feet.
1: Do you want to see our feet? I just.
0: Like, I kind of yeah. do actually. <laughs> Not sure if James' feet would be fine, but James wouldn't fit on the table. Um, so then, with his feet facing downward. They would have taken a nail and they would have forced it through the arch of his feet Mm -hmm. so that his uh, knees would have been slightly bent. They didn't want you straight. They wanted your knees slightly bent. Mm -hmm. So, again, all that weights now on the nail through his two feet. And so, again, Jesus is hanging on the cross. He's he's bearing his entire body weight upon these three torturous nails. And so they're forcing him to lift himself up on those nails every time he needed to take a painstaking breath. Mm -hmm. Literally, the God who breathed life into all of us, the God who breathed life into anything who's ever lived, now has to endure such miserable pain just to gather a breath in his Mm -hmm. human body. Each minute would have been... Uniquely agonizing and completely filled with the worst torture, the worst pain that could ever be brought upon a person, and he paid that price for us. Mm-hmm. And so, beyond the physical pain, right? Uh, Jesus endured loneliness, and it's it's a loneliness that that really is just beyond our our comprehension. Mm-hmm. Um, not only did The very people he poured his life into turn their backs on him. Not only did his closest friends deny him, not only uh, did they leave. And and so Jesus looks on and there's no one on his side. No one came to his defense, right? No one speaks out for him. Uh, And so no doubt that was difficult. Like, if you guys betrayed me, that would hurt. They all betrayed him. Yeah. The people he thought would... Be there for him. The people who said, I'll never leave you. They betrayed him. They turned on him. They did not defend his honor. And so we read of no one coming to his aid. No one speaking in his defense. And and I, I know that had to be difficult. And yet so much worse. We have to grasp this. So much worse was the lonely separation that Jesus endured from his heavenly father. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I think this is a lot of times where we disconnect to the part of the story yes the pain was difficult mm-hmm. yes the torture was embarrassing but jesus was separated from god
2: mm-hmm.
0: we know from reading the new testament that uh from the very beginning of creation right jesus was with god mm-hmm. from the very beginning I-, I think a lot of times we read the bible and we're like well when he became the baby then you know what I be like there's yeah. the, it, it was different no he'd always been with god always in all times we read in the book of john that Uh, And all things that Jesus did, he says, I am with the Father, the Father is with me, I do what the Father says, I say Mm -hmm. what the Father, like he he was always completely in perfect unity with God at all times. There was never a time when there was a distance in their relationship. And yet, in order to save mankind, in order to give us eternal salvation, in order to pay the price, Jesus had to endure maybe the most costly expense of all. And that was separation from God. Mm -hmm. And so while on the cross, we don't find Jesus crying out for relief. We don't find him agonizing or screaming over the pain of the cross, though no doubt he, sh- he could have. Mm-hmm. This is what we hear Jesus crying out on the cross. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Mm-hmm. That was the cost he was willing to pay for us. And so when Christ is up on the cross, he bore our sins upon himself. God actually turns his back on Jesus. He removes his presence from Jesus. And for the first time ever since the beginning of creation, Jesus separated himself from God. And no doubt the thorns hurt. No doubt the whipping was horrible. Sure, the nails in his wrist, they would have been excruciating. But this cost was incomprehensible. Mm -hmm. To be separated from God, though he had always been perfect. Though he had always been one with God, that was the steepest price of all. And yet Jesus paid it willingly, knowing in advance, Jesus willingly paid the price to save us. He made a way where there was no way, right? He, he made a way to do what none of us would be able to do in ourselves. If that would be the cost for us to have a relationship with God, we could never pay that cost. Yep. And so we could never have a relationship with God. And Jesus said, I'm perfect, but I will pay the price of Christianity knowing that we never could. Yep. Christianity is costly <sighs> for all parties involved.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: God doesn't just ask us to pay some crazy price to lay down our our lives because he's cruel because he just is greedy mm-hmm. he says listen i'm all in on this thing mm-hmm. i'm fully invested i'm i'm totally all in and i want you to be too mm-hmm. and so for christ for god for the for the father for those he's redeemed there is a cost to christianity and so to to accept a christianity as what we've been talking about all month this this month to accept a Christianity that has no cost is to not accept Christianity at all? Yeah. Is that is that fair? Mm-hmm. And so how how it really is just a slap in God's face when we claim Christianity, but we're unwilling to sacrifice and we're unwilling to surrender and we're unwilling to lay down our lives on his behalf because even though he paid such a premium price, we're not willing to pay
2: mm-hmm. the yeah. price at all. Mm-hmm.
0: And so as the Easter season wraps up and, and a lot of us turn our eyes you know, to what's coming in summer and springtime's over with. May we not forget the cost of the cross. May we mm-hmm. never, may, may it be in the forefront of our minds every moment of every day, how much he endured on our behalf. May we never forget his willingness to pay uh, what was premeditated, right? To pay the cost and to count it before he would ever pay it
2: mm-hmm.
0: in order for us to be Christians. Well, uh, today, any comments? Like, I, I know that was kind of more lesson-y than podcast Y'all are just <laughs> showing your arms. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we have those.
2: Offering the feet. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that one of the things is, I always, always have No, I was just thinking, like, it is the the biggest cost for him was being separated from God. So, in our lives, I think that's... I think that's the where we miss the mark. So like for us, it is the physical things. We think the physical things are the right. big deal. But we are – when we're not in the in the um, will of God, we're separated from him. Right. So that should be the thing that we're worried about. Right. Not worrying about are we going to be able to give up this thing because it's whatever. We should be worried that we're not going to be close to God. So
0: you could say it this way, which is rather a fascinating thought. You could say that he paid the cost to save us the cost. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. basically he was willing to be separated from God so that we didn't have to be separated from yep. God. Mm-hmm. He He paid it so to save us. So all we see is like you said, the physical, I have to lay down my life. Yeah. I have to give up this sin. I have to give up this and this and this. Mm-hmm. No, he actually saved you from what he went through in order mm-hmm. for you to have a relationship with God. Yeah. I just think a lot of times we think it's one sided when God's like, yeah, really, it's more my sided. Right. Yeah.
1: Yep.
0: Uh, he paid the price first.
1: Yep. Yep, he did.
0: Nothing. Don't you love Jesus? <laughs> I do very much. <laughs> so doesn't seem like it sometimes.
2: <laughs> no, she loves Jesus. Sometimes Jesus wants you to be quiet. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, actually, I actually have something like, I, I, to say. I feel like i a preacher. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to smack
0: me. That's what I thought was going to happen. All right. Today's considerable quote uh, is by Spurgeon. He says this, while others are congratulating themselves, I have to sit humbly at the foot of the cross mm-hmm. and marvel that I am even saved at all. I think I use this song as a featured content every year. Every year. I think this is like our second year. <laughs> uh, but uh, this is one of my favorite hymns. And it really is just so beautiful what we're talking about today. It's by City of Light. And it's called How Deep the Father's Love for Us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Today's challenge, challenging, charge up, charge up, challenge, good, in charge of challenge, charge up. Challenge. The
2: thing you need to do this week. Yeah. That <laughs>
0: one. Uh, next time you're struggling, catch this next time you're struggling with your salvation. Maybe it's because of a sin. Maybe mm-hmm. it's a stipulation. Maybe it's surrender. Whatever it is that you're going through. I want you to stop for a minute and I want you to consider what Jesus endured on your behalf. And so when you think you can't go any further, when it seems like there's no hope, mm-hmm picture Jesus on the cross and recognize the extent that he went to so that you could endure. Yep. Jesus said it is finished, right? He said, it's done. Mm -hmm. He said, I'm the author and the finisher of your salvation. And so when you're struggling, right, you have a sin, Mm -hmm. you have a burden, you have a trial. Recognize that he finished it. He's the author and the finisher of your faith. And so it is finished. Mm -hmm. Well, friends, Happy Easter. Yep. Thanks for tuning in today. We hope that you are uh, continuing to count the cost and to pay the price for Christianity. We have one more episode this mm-hmm. month. Yep. Uh, next next week's going to be a fun episode, so make sure to tune back in. Yep. We would uh, love for you to share this uh, mm-hmm. episode that others could be encouraged as well. Till next time, yep. we'll see you.
2: Bye. Bye.